Hello, we're the Sticky Bun Boys. I am David. What are you? Welcome back to the podcast. It's a dark day in the Sticky Bun household. Yes, we are all dressed in black, even producer Alex. We've all had to remove our morning veils to record, but we'll put them straight back on again as soon as we are done. Cody, our himbo king is no more. Your thoughts and prayers are very welcome at this time. Yes, let's all just take a moment of silence to reflect. Otherwise known as an ad break. Did you know that people on our Patreon don't have to listen to ads at all? Now is not a time for advertising, David. I think you find that it's precisely what it's time for. Roll the ads. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And we're back. I've got 10 of those things that are just being advertised. How about you, David? How many have you got? I've only got six. Oh, so embarrassing. We just love those products, though, if they were products. <laughs> if they were products. <laughs> yeah, imagine if we had six, you had 10 versions of a home security system. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just like, here's how to stop smoking. And we're like, I've got 10. Doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> 10 subscriptions to HelloFresh. <laughs> right. Uh, on to the Traitors episode seven, a famously good episode to leave in. The cliffhanger last week was that Siri hadn't yet answered at the round table. Oh, yes. So we didn't know who she was going to reveal. And then she's very cryptic when she turns over her thing. She says, sometimes you have to depend on your team to steer you in the right direction. Which is interesting because saying that to the wider table, she's like, I'm following the faithfuls. But to her fellow traitors, she's also saying I'm following my team member, Christian. Professor Siri from now on, please. Professor Siri. She's so smart. The, but also, talking of, well, it's not really smart, it's kind of the opposite of hot. Uh, Christian <laughs> puts his hands on his head and in the meantime reveals some biceps which have been hidden this whole time. Yeah, he's huge. He obviously has been wearing oversized clothes because he's actually quite stuck. How hasn't didn't he? we spot this? Yeah. Lovely to see. One um, thing that annoys me with this round table bit is when they write on their board, they all put the chalk in the place which then they're going to have to put their board. Yes. 
And also the one thing that annoys me is they can't spell the names. I feel like it needs to be like a list of the names, which just says this is how you spell them. Like on Strictly Come Dancing, just have a paddle with each person's name on it or something. Oh, that'd be more fun anyway. Much more fun, much more pizzazzy. Um, so Wait, around... would, how would you have written Chips's name on your board? Chips? Oh, Chips. Chips. Sure, I was like, who's that? Um, <laughs> to be fair, that was autocorrect. So Kate gets one. Guess who it was? Rachel. It was Rachel. Uh, Rachel gets three. Guess yeah. who one of those was? Kate. Yes. And Cody gets seven. Gets the rest. Oh, that was it for Cody. And then he gets quite emotional when he says goodbye. Yeah. And also people, they all like, because if someone was just revealed to be a traitor and I would just think they have just been doing me over all this time, blah, blah, blah. I wish he was I'd, doing me over all that time. Oh, I'd be quite annoyed. But they all like go up and hug him and feel really sorry for him because I think they can see that probably for the last couple of weeks he's been quite stressed and not yeah. sleeping. He's got his bags under his eyes. Yeah, and, and he's been like playing the game and I think they can respect the game, which I quite liked. Yeah. That's the one thing that was slightly different about the UK version was when they re- were revealed as traitors. I think everyone's a bit like, you're a knobhead. Yeah. Whereas I think this this one, they can understand the game a bit more. And as Christian says in the title, it it was hard and it was necessary also cody says in this little chat afterwards christian's a bro so i know he didn't want to do it to me what is a bro bros often do it to each other they toss other other bros out as well like they were saying last week so a bro is a bro someone who's is it even beyond a friend with benefits i I feel no i feel like a bro is like a trade of the season I don't think we know can what bros some, are. Can some straight people tell us what bros are? Because all of the men on here seem to be bros. Hang on, let me just quickly Google what a bro is. One second. Because I'm picturing very different things for this cast of men. Wikipedia says bro culture is a subculture of young people, originally young men, hence brother culture. Urban Dictionary says a bro is a person who will bend over backwards to help you bend someone over backwards. Right, I'm going with Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Just as I thought. I'm glad that we've cleared that one up. In fact, moving on from this, Michael, you know when we did Bake Off, we often do like a Meet the Queens thing where we kind of stalk all the people. Michael and I are very good at stalking people. Yes. We didn't do it for this. Cody was an underwear model. Was he? Have you seen... Right, let's get these pictures out. Oh God, this is a really good... This is really good for an audio medium. All these different things like these... All these visual things that we're doing. We've got to make sure we record Michael's expression of joy when he okay. sees the pictures of Cody. Cody. And then the underwear's called C170. CK? No, it's not CK. Cody not underwear. Oh no, that's just giving me um, Sean Cody. Oh, my God. There's like basically jock straps here. There are jock straps. Look at that. See into you. Cody Calafiore for Grip Athletic. <gasps> My word. I knew I was onto something here. You want to be onto something. I want something to be onto me. <laughs> he's got very small nipples. He does indeed, but he's got like a lovely V, doesn't he? Oh, it doesn't look as good. In, uh, Alex has been doing some clicking away. He's found some behind the scenes, but it's not quite as good as the actual photos. Yeah, well, the, the actual ones will be completely... flat ass. Oh, no, he doesn't. He doesn't the, does the behind the scenes in the boy culture website I've just looked at. Calafiore, that's a nice surname, isn't it? Is it uh, Michael Calafiore? That's nice. <laughs> that, that's got a nice ring to it, that does. He's should got we... he's got a lovely bum. I'm very distracted now. Right, should we get back to the episode? <laughs> Sorry about this, everybody. <laughs> but uh... any of you out there that want to see Cody in a jockstrap, there is lots of images. I actually didn't see the jockstrap one, so quickly. <laughs> Michael, come on. <laughs> oh my. I'll just save tab. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, Angelica was, Angelica was murdered. 
<laughs> this is the best episode of, a, of, a, of an audio medium anyone's ever listened to. <laughs> Do you know what I like about breakfast at the moment, Michael, is finally, now that Angelica's gone especially, I actually now know everyone's name. We know everyone's names. There's enough people that I know their names. Um, sadly, Shelby is beginning to isolate herself. She's feeling a bit low, missing her kid. Yeah, which isn't great because it's not going to look good, especially after the week before with cody and then she didn't vote for cody in the round table yeah so there was already suspicions then as soon as then she starts to kind of pull up withdraw herself pulls herself away and bless siri it's very sweet of her she's actually quite genuine in this moment and goes to check that she's all right and kind of wants to check in on her it's really interesting actually because siri's coming across like a really lovable mothering figure but then she's also like the biggest villain of the entire series it's really interesting because i think both sides are genuine that's what's different like when she's going to like check in on shelby like it feels real yeah she's working the game like into her character still whereas christian doesn't seem to be that's what it is she's she's finding it in her character she's not adding anything which on. is what you've got to be able to do because then it does feel it's best to act natural therefore you've got to feel natural so mm. to try and make it part of you rather than acting mm, look at you not just a pretty face by the way why do they knock on the door at breakfast it would already be a surprise if the door handle started turning it seems really weird that it's like can i come in for breakfast please it's when they go come in <laughs> yeah i like that bit so the task was a task that we did not have in the uk series and i loved it it was a spot the difference task yeah i would have liked it more if there was a chance for us to spot the difference as well and not for them just to show us that's kind of impossible to do really in the room but basically what they do is for those who haven't watched it or want to be reminded they have like a a room they go into and they all walk in and they get to have a look around it and alan's doing some proper hammy acting being like oh i'm being haunted and it's brilliant um and then they all they're all in the room and then there's a blackout and they all have to stand still in the blackout. And there's like the 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 voices of previous people who've been murdered in the game. The lights come back on and three items in the room have been swapped or changed. And they have to locate them. And they get a thousand dollars for each one that they find. It's nice and simple. It's good fun. Alan's being a bit camp and silly. You say it's simple, but Team 2 didn't seem to understand the premise. They didn't no. realize that the items were being swapped. No, for sure. That, that's on them. Yeah, they just thought like extra items were coming in or something like because that the point is that yeah it'll be like a globe that then changes into a different colored globe or something or like the, the wine will be different colored wine or no wine or yeah a vase changes color um so those teams the, the first team was shelby stephanie and kate and i love that during the blackout everyone was like oh god i'm so scared and kate stood there with her arms folded just like <laughs> when will this be over yeah <laughs> they won one thousand dollars also the thing i liked about that one was that stephanie thought she was brilliant and thought oh kate's not even trying she's rubbish and then actually one of the items was in Stephanie's location and she didn't get it right. Yeah. Then it was Siri, Rachel and Andy and they won nothing. No. They did very badly. And Alan said, you were very warm, but ultimately very cold. <laughs> Which means, it's a, it's a way of saying nothing, really. Yeah. Just filling the, air, filling the air with words. Um, and then the, finally, it was the bros, Quentin, Ari and Christian. And they won $1,000. So not really much was won there, really. No, that's a really low... But because the bros were the quickest to find whatever they found, they get to go to the armory, which is perhaps a good thing. I don't really know whether the armory is really playing into the game at this point. No, and also, I'm slightly annoyed that it's very, very clear that the production team are kind of, like, faking this and gaming it, because Ari got it last time. He was the last one to open the box. This time, it's Ari again. He's the last one to open the box. Yeah, because it's very easy for them to just put no shield in any of the boxes until the last person opens so then they're guaranteed to know who's going to get the shield oh yeah and it's happened twice in a row now that would make sense for it to be produced i think 
if it's always the last person, the producers can make that a lot clearer. But in the UK one, it wasn't always the last person. No, but it was it was the last person a couple of times when they wanted it to be a specific person. Yeah. If they don't mind so much, I guess. I don't think the game's really been that produced up until this point, but uh, perhaps it is at this at no. this moment they're being a bit calculated about who gets to the final. Because the final isn't that far away now. No, it's close. Realistically. The game was fun, but it didn't really do much in terms of the episode. They're starting to have a discussion, but what's happened is Cerise done her kiss of death again. So Cerise told Shelby that everyone's getting suspicious of her. So now Shelby's doing the same run around every single person that Kyle did, trying to convince them that she's a faithful, which in, yeah. in itself makes them think she's not. Yeah. Also, one thing that here's a question, Michael. Stephanie tells Shelby, who tells Andy, that Siri wanted to be a traitor. If you can remember, to quickly get, go get all through that, that. <laughs> again. So Stephanie's talking to Shelby and she says to Shelby, okay, Siri wanted to be a traitor. Mm-hmm. And then Shelby goes and tells Andy that to try and like turn Andy against Siri. My question is, what's wrong with saying when you first were coming into the game, oh, I wanted to be a traitor on this game. That doesn't mean you're a traitor now. Surely anyone that's coming into this game of the traitors was quite excited about potentially becoming a traitor. Because yeah, then Siri point. denies it and kind of gets a bit funny well, about Andy it. Well, Andy brings it up to Siri, but Andy brings it up in a kind of sense of, oh, well, that means you're not the person I thought you were for some reason. So, so Siri has to kind of respond in that way because Andy is kind of questioning her. It's the first time that Andy's kind of actually been, Andy's quite a passive character. They're quite a strong character, but they aren't like a leading personality. Everyone thinks they're faithful because they are, but they don't actually do much questioning themselves. Which also means it could be quite powerful when they do question people Mm because people will listen to them. But it also makes them look a bit weak. Yeah, realistically in the game. But they get to the round table um, and Alan says, you're approaching the end. Can you feel it? (laughs) (laughs) If you're circumcised, not very well. David, David. (laughs) Who's that person to the countdown? Do you remember? (laughs) (laughs) Five, four. (laughs) So Siri, who has clearly like got a bee in her bonnet at the moment, brings up at the table that Stephanie told Shelby and Shelby told Andy and Andy told Siri about the whole wanting to be a traitor thing. And then Stephanie completely makes a bald-faced lie at the table. And she's like, oh, I was joking. Like, no, we've you being filmed, darling. Yeah. <laughs> like, we can roll the tapes. It's kind of moved very into, like, schoolyard. This person told this person that this person... I don't think Stephanie wants to ever come across as the person that's gossipy, even though everyone is. Exactly. But it's all really coming down to Shelby's reaction to Cody being a traitor. Like, that's the bottom line. Yeah. And Shelby didn't seem shocked enough for some reason. And she did. It, 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 it's so weird how it just happened to be that three people voted for Rachel. Like, one of them is Cody because and there's three traitors. So your mind automatically would be like, okay, the other two traitors were trying to protect Cody mm. and voting. So it is. it was really harsh, but like the wrong stars aligned for Shelby. And it was Stephanie and Rachel that were spearheading it. So Rachel got one vote. Guess who it was? Uh, Kate. It was Kate. Uh, Stephanie got one vote and Shelby got seven votes. And it was quite an emotional banishment. Like, yeah. she was like doing like silent crying and it was quite heartbreaking. And really. Christian got really emotional as well. But yeah. was he responding to Shelby, maybe? I don't know. And Kate, 
seemed to become like this. There was a change in Kate here. She's gone from like passively annoyed that she's there to actively angry. Like this eviction of Shelby, because I think Shelby was a bit of an outsider to the clique. I think she felt like she was being targeted and Kate seems to be like, that really seems to have got her back up. Yeah, which is surprising because actually for this round, Kate, you can see, has voted for herself and then rubbed it out. Yeah. (laughs) Rachel underneath. (laughs) She's brilliant to the end. And I loved when Alan went, paranoia runs amok. (laughs) Uh, For those who don't speak, Alan Cummings. Uh, it is paranoia runs amok. And it absolutely does, though. There's still at least two traitors in these people's minds yep. running out there. And there's like two weeks off the final. It's mad. My favorite bit in this whole episode, again, though, was Shelby saying, I'm not a kindergarten teacher. I'm a con artist. No. Or a spy. No. No, you're working PR. Like, it's not really a big reveal. I'd completely Shelby. forgotten. No, because she told everyone at the start that she was a kindergarten teacher. Like, that, why? Like, in seven weeks, it's not come up once. <laughs> no, no one cares. <laughs> Actually, that's a big difference between the US and the UK one. Because the UK one, they talk a lot about their jobs outside yes. of... But but that's because they're all civilians. Yes, or they couldn't do that on this one very much. Not really, because all the all celebrities or so-called celebrities, I think, assumed that everyone else knows who they are. Yeah. When realistically, no one does. And we really didn't. <laughs> we really didn't. I've also looked at the promo pictures for this season. They're all of these celebrities. The civilians yes. aren't in them. <laughs> outrageous <laughs> to be fair it should just be kate and alan but that's by the by so this evening the night of this episode in the they turret. are not murdering there's no murder they're getting to recruit oh yeah so who if you were in the circumcision turret who <laughs> who would you choose i think i would ask quentin oh i think i would go for rachel or kate but quentin would look really good in a cloak i hadn't thought about that <laughs> And that's that. Cody joins the week seven elimination dynasty. But I didn't know we're expanding it for contestants outside of Bake Off. It does depend on the person, but as president, I do believe Cody will be welcome with open arms. That's not all that will be open. David, <laughs> babe, <laughs> let's move swiftly onto our taste test, which comes from Ornro on Instagram. And they say that mixing liquor and dairy should be illegal. Interesting. Is that jail or should they be hailed? Thanks for that one, David. Nice try. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do 
not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, it's us interrupting us to promote us. If you'd like to support us, you can join our Patreon. It's called our OnlyFans, and you will get this. Oh, okay, I'll see you never then. Well, <laughs> you don't exist then. Well, like, goodbye forever. And a bit of this. Devin and Cornwall argue about where to put the cream. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and a bit of that. I don't want any part of me to be needed. Hey, what about this? This sounds like quite concerning. Do the police know about this? Well, there's it's, it's statute of limitations. <laughs> it's with me. It's with me. <laughs> yeah, we don't actually know what's being put in there. Hopefully it was all really good stuff and now you want to join us. How much does it cost, David? It costs about the same price as a cup of coffee each month. Just have one less coffee and have loads of extra content over at patreon.com forward stroke sticky bun boys. Into the inbox. So, bef- actually, no, we're not going to the inbox because we've got to do a taste test first. For listeners who want to be t- taken behind the curtain, we completely forgot to do an, a taste test and had to do an entirely separate record and drop it into a previous episode, but you can guess which one. And it's always because I'm so excited to do the inbox. It's yeah. my pop box. I like the inbox so much. Okay, taste test. So, this taste test was about alcohol at liquor and dairy. Lick who? <laughs> liquor. Liquor? I barely know her. <laughs> <laughs> Can you mix liquor and dairy? Yes. Yeah, of course you can. So a white Russian or like Bailey's. Actually, there's a really good cocktail, which we call a white witch. I don't know whether it's like a real thing or not, mm. but it's milk, vodka, Kahlua, Bailey's. Oh, that sounds it's creamy and lovely. stunning. It's really nice. But the nice. thing is, it's a strange thing to say because you wouldn't mix like dairy with other drinks because they curdle, but it doesn't curdle with liquor. It just makes no. it creamy and delicious. Do you remember, creamy and delicious, uh, do you remember in our bake-off when we had to make a cake based on a cocktail? Yes. And then everyone, including yourself, did pina colada. No, you didn't do, you did, I like, did Agnostura, Agnostura bitters. I did a, no, what's the one? You don't even drink. Something amaretto sour. Sure, sure. But Henry made a white Russian and his cake was called a white Russian. And then they posted it on the Bake Off website as uh, like his recipe. And the title was Henry's a white Russian. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's so good. One of the best things I've ever seen. His cake wasn't very good though, was it? I don't remember that one. Um, no, I remember you? it had like massive dips in the tops of them. Yeah, and I was like, oh, too. that looks really bad. And so I looked at the producer and I was like, oh, is Henry okay? And the producer was like, yeah, why? And I was like, I've just seen his cakes. And the producer looked at them and looked at me and went, it's, it's what he's expecting. <laughs> and I went, ah. <laughs> what kind of cakes was he making? Bad ones, apparently. Dipped ones. <laughs> right, on to the inbox. Okay, this one is from Crispy. 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 Why is he crispy? Crispy. On Bake Off, doesn't... Which part, which part of him is crispy, <laughs> is my question. What's the worst part of your body to go crispy? There's a question. Foreskin. Sure. You're, you have, you're <laughs> thinking a lot about foreskins at the moment. No, I think I would say probably your heels. Crispy you're, heels. You're walking on them. Like cheese leather. Yeah, yeah. What would you say? <laughs> Hope you enjoy that, Zena. Um, I think... Something that's meant to be wet. Eyes. Yes, exactly. They're meant to be wet. I wouldn't want my eyes to go crispy. No. Anyway. Anyway, he says, on Bake Off, doesn't anyone consider putting ice in the freezer at the start of the day to help to keep the freezer cold when you put something hot in there? Mm. If there's nothing in the freezer to hold the cold. So when you put in a hot custard cake, all it does is warm up the freezer. Putting some ice in the freezer would help things cool down faster due to physics. I'm not sure the people in Bake Off are trying to help us. Well, no, they're <laughs> when actively do these not. And also, you don't get your own freezer. Like, for the first half of the competition, you're sharing a fridge and a freezer with yeah. everybody else. It does make sense. So, like you say, like, freezers, I mean, they're also more efficient if they've got more things in them. But they could help us by doing that. There could be some ice blocks in there. But, yeah, they're not trying to help us. <laughs> Absolutely not. Although it's a good point. And if any future Bake Off contestants are listening... Give it a go. Yeah, it'd be hard for the Bake Off people. You could ask. Yeah, it'd be quite funny if you. You'd asked. have to ask for ice as part of your. Yeah, your but recipe. you do things like where it doesn't fit in the recipe. Yeah, it does. It does somewhere. <laughs> You'll see. You'll see. Yeah. Right, Steph. Oh, nice. We've had to get a in lot touch. of messages from Steph actually. Um, she could just text us. <laughs> she could. Hey, beauties. This isn't our Steph. She would never start a message like that. <laughs> Questions for you. Who would win the Bake Off Champion of Champions? Not including David. Obviously, he would smash it out of the park. I did not add that bit in, Michael. And also, you wouldn't. Which finalist from any year should have won their series but didn't? Love and hugs, Steph. So Bake Off Champion of Champions, Benjamin Ebwehi. Full stop. Hands down. She Benjamina. wasn't a champion. No, but champ- she doesn't, doesn't have to be a champion. No, that is, a, yeah. Because she has one to be a winner. Fin- but she was a finalist, wasn't she? I'm going to say she should have won her series and then <laughs> she would have won Champion of Champions. She's I, the best, she is the best baker I know in the entire world. Yes, but Bake Off isn't always about the best baker. Because mm. that's the thing, it's, more, it's all about the time challenge and things. I think... Well, Love Productions would like Rahul to win Bake Off Champion yeah, of I was Champions. Gonna, yeah, if there was one, it would be Rahul just winning it anyway. Yeah. Who else would there be who was like a winner that was... I mean, really which good. finalist should have won their series? I would say, I would change the question to could have won their season and Christelle could Christelle. have won her season. I also think Kim Joy. I think Kim Joy is very strong yes. and she was also strong in the final. I would have said Ruby from that year though. I think Ruby should have won that year, personally. Oh yeah, and Ruby as well. It was a that, really strong final. That was a strong final. I also think, not that this person shouldn't have won, I just think it was a very strong final, was when Nancy won mm-hmm. and she did win. But that was the year that had Richard. Richard was a very was, good baker. He got four star bakers baker. in a row or something, or five mm-hmm. star bakers. Uh, and there's also Louis in that year and he was really, really good. Controversial one. Should Tamal have beat Nadia? Yes, I love Tamal, so he should have done. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, no, I genuinely think he should have done as well. Yeah, listen. Um, but then again, like you don't, you genu- you you haven't tasted those bakes. You don't know what's happening in the tent. But I still think Benjamin should win absolutely everything in the world. I have to say, I think the champion of champions thing, I probably would go for John Waite now because it wouldn't be a fair playing field now because some of the early contestants have gone on and done like 
incredible but like John courses and, and John and Selassie have gone and done professional courses and that kind of stuff now. So yeah. they're all great. But John Waite would still, even with the professional thing, John Waite would wipe the floor with Ed Kimber. Right, next. Ryan. I love the dating stories coming into your inbox, but I feel I speak for everyone listening when I say we need to hear more about your dating life. So, Why did you slow down there? Because I didn't, wa- didn't know what was coming. I don't want to talk about my dating life. <laughs> so here are some... Oh, no, actually, yeah. So here are some <laughs> have you ever questions because I'm seeing them. It's only for you, Michael. Oh, no, that's not So fair. we're just going to hear more yeah. about Michael's dating oh. life. Okay, so have you ever been on a date and pretended to forget your wallet so they had to pay? No. Have you ever been on a date and just forgotten your wallet? No. Oh, I have. It was awful because I, I was cycling from work and then I got there. We managed to have a drink and he was like, oh, I checked and there's this table for dinner as well. I was like, I haven't actually got my wallet. And I didn't really like him. And at the end, I agreed to go on another date and just never did. <laughs> oh, God. And it was a friend's friend. So anyway, that was bad. Oh, never. Have you ever jumped out of a bathroom window when a date wasn't going to plan? That only happens in films. I was going to say, Ryan, what have you been watching? Because no one actually does like, that. Like I've done like the, the oh, need to go to the toilet and gone. Have you? Yeah. But that was because he was being a dickhead. I hope that was a first date as well. It was, it was a first. Like, but he was being really rude and like, just like really entitled and braggy and show offy. And I was just like, oh. You should have done, you should, I mean, you should have pushed his drink over as well. I'm not, I'm not brave enough to do anything other than like a ghosting, a, a polite ghosting. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had sex on a first date? Uh, I'm guessing, so this isn't a hookup. This would be if it was like a date thing rather than a no, hookup. No, I, no, no, I haven't. No, I haven't. And I think, I kind of think that people would think, because you can get hookups. Like, I, thought it would be a bit weird. I thought you were about to think people would think you have. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I'm trying to think of what people would think of you if you had sex on a first date. But d- Whereas, it doesn't really matter. Like, I guess like different people are for different things. No, no, I'm just, yeah, but more because that's, but the thing is that we now have the ability to have hookups if you want a hookup. Sure. Kind of thing. But, yeah. yeah. And I think um, that's why the gays like, for, because the gays have Grindr, Tinder and Hinge and all the other ones become less about hooking up because there's already an app for that. Yeah. So you're more likely just to chat. Because Grindr is basically just cruising, right? It's just cruising, but on a phone. Yeah. But straight people don't have cruising. Do they not have one? Any of these apps? No, that's what Hinge is for for them. Hinge and Tinder become their grinder. Isn't it wild? Oh. Being straight must be so hard. But also, why is no Poor one made things. like a straight grinder? Well, I don't know. Maybe you should do it now. Let's do, we'll set one up after this. <laughs> incoming. You'll have to watch out for it, guys. Is it called incoming? Is that what it's called? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever, I think I know the answer to this one. Have you ever turned up stupidly late for a date? Yes. Yes, I have. How and late? I hate, I hate, I hate that Alex How was nodding late? before I'd even said anything. How late is late, Michael? I think the latest I've been is 30 minutes. Oh, I mean, yeah, Alex just did like a dismissive wave because he's obviously That's late a as long well. Time. I'm an early person. If I'm early 10 minutes and someone does about 30 minutes late, I would have gone. But I would I've, have waited. I, to be fair to any perspective suitors listening, I have changed my ways. Like when it's a date, I will leave extra early and then i listen to taylor swift and walk go on long walks until until it's time (laughs) oh i've just remembered a horrible thing i went on please no one look this up i went on you know the guardian have a first dates i knew you were gonna bring this up the person i was on a date with that was really late and i could normally if i go to a date early and i wait for the time if people came late i would leave but i couldn't leave that on because i was doing it for a newspaper and they, they i think they came 30 minutes late that is not okay no, it's not. I, I, I fully put my hands up. It's terrible. And Did that's the, was why the person still the there when you turned up? Yeah, well, I texted them in advance to say, I know I'm going to be late. I'm really sorry. And then I think I paid for the first couple of rounds of drinks to say sorry. So no. I did my best to make it up. But now I will arrive at the location of the date 30 minutes before. 
30 minutes before i didn't do a little walk with taylor swift and then i put all too well 10 minute version on three times and then (laughs) and then i'm ready (laughs) right next one have you ever talked about an ex on a date oh yeah i think we all have surely yeah probably yeah but maybe not on a, uh, how about have you ever talked about a date on a first date talk about an ex talk about date. an ex on a first date um like in passing but not in rel- like not in like so i'll be like oh my ex ex blah 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 blah. but i won't be like we broke up because of this <laughs> like, oh, oh me and my ex we did like go on for like no a no, no, story, no 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 but like i think sometimes it's, it's helpful in a first date to know about the ex because you know how recent that ex was yeah so that's helpful um although it wasn't helpful for me recently because they got back with theirs so Final one. Oh, I think I know the answer to this one as well. Have you ever cried on a date? No. Oh, really? So that have you? No, but I don't cry ever. You do cry. <laughs> you I was cry picturing all the time. maybe you'd gone to like the theatre or something for a date and cried. Oh, I don't or think I've gone to a theatre. If it was a theatre, if it was a, a show or a film, I probably would cry. But I don't tend to go to them on dates. Do you know what? I went on a date to a musical in London, which is expensive to get those tickets, mm. and the other person paid because I was like they suggested it. But it was a really weird date because we didn't really get to speak very much because we arrived, like you go into the theatre, you watch That's the musical. That's why I don't do them. Yeah, and I didn't want to go on a second date. So that person just was paid a lot of money for me to go to see a musical. <laughs> this next one is Anonymous. 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 Um, as a gay of the fat variety, I have to say I have never felt anything but excluded from the community. I've been out for 15 years and been on maybe half a dozen dates ever. Guys don't even want to be friends with me if I don't fit their physical ideal. We all know gay men are insanely focused on appearance, but how do we break this stigma? Shit like the whale certainly doesn't help. Even body positivity for men seems to be focused on making skinny guys feel normalised. It was supposed to get better when I came out, but instead I'm just getting rejected for a whole new pile of reasons, and it's honestly exhausting. Yeah, it's crappy, isn't it? That's a kind of a horrible situation to be in, because it's like, like the saying, it's like it's not even just that people... Um, are doing that based on their appearance but to say like it takes a lot to come out and like you're very very excited when you first come out to be like part of your community and to be welcomed into a new family and then to have that experience where you're actually just having people like saying not even wanting to be friends with them and stuff it's really toxic in the queer community as well like this whole thing about body image and everyone needing to look needing to look like cody <laughs> like genuinely like yeah. you need to be ripped you need to be this you need to be that and like you look at things like grinder or um anyway anything like that they're all focused on this toned body this ideal that everyone's after but realistically nobody genuinely nobody looks like that no. and it's really depressing like i've struggled with my body image my whole life i don't think i'm necessarily fat but i'm not skinny either and like even things like well we're both currently training for the marathon in april which is not far away now <laughs> but like you kind of think, oh, I'm going to be training for a marathon. I'm going to be really fit, the fittest I've been in my life. So I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to be skinny and it's going to be fab because I'll finally fit this. But actually you don't because you're more hungry because you're running for miles and miles and miles. So you end up putting on weight, if not staying the same, yeah. because you're so hungry to fuel your running. And and then that means you you're while you're fit physically, you're not looking how you want to look. And I find that really difficult as well. And it is and that, all based on this kind of idea of needing to look perfect. And like you say, no one actually looks like that. The people no. that do look like that are, first of all, very dehydrated when they go for these photos. They've literally just done a workout then. So it can look, they've got down lighting that looks perfect. And also it's their full-time job. Yeah. They're fitness influencers. That's all they're doing in a gym. So it's not even attainable, but it must be worse. Because you know, the Sam Smith, controversy yeah. recently it was so bad like they went out there did this fun music video a little bit naughty but because 
Sam Smith has changed their, like their body types changed quite a lot during their fame. And because they're bigger at the moment, there was so much bad press. And then then people afterwards were trying to claim, oh no, it's just because we didn't like their style. Shut up. No, if Harry Styles was wearing that, it would be absolutely lapped up. And people do. Like the whole point is, and there's loads of female pop stars that wear nothing and do really sexualized videos. But then if you look at someone like Lizzo, who does the same thing, people are all like, oh, well, she's to this, she's to that because she's a fat person. Yeah. Um, it's really, it's really, really frustrating. I guess I've never, I've I've always been kind of in touch with what's going on kind of in the media to do with it. And, and the body positivity thing like you often see, it's really great now that there's mannequins in shops that are for plus sizes, but even them, they're still a body type. Yeah. They're still more curvaceous and yeah. things. Um, but I guess they have to do something. But I never really thought about it to do with dating. That would be really, really tough because also dating, the thing I don't like about modern dating is it's so visual from the start. Mm-hmm. It's like, here's a photo. And then you're either going to catfish someone by lying, like lying a bit, or you're not going to get anyone swiping. And I don't know. How, I, honestly, I don't really know what to say to help. I mean, I completely get it. Like, I completely get it. I hope everything goes all right for you. I'm sorry. I think there, there is more body positivity around, isn't there? And also, I don't know where this person lives, but like some places might be worse than others for this for the community yeah but even just writing it in and like people will be listening to this all over the world so it's nice that you've written this and people will be listening and i'm certain there'll be people out there who'll definitely relate to what you're saying just keep pushing on keep pushing on we'll get there doesn't time fly when you're having fun? That is the end of this week's episode. Remember, there's loads more from us over on our OnlyFans at patreon.com forward stroke sticky bum boys, where there are extra episodes, Q&As, recipes, and loads more, all for the price of a cup of coffee a month. And remember, we're always on the hunt for your stories, questions, and thoughts. Do send them over on our socials at sticky bun boys or our email at stickybunboys at gmail.com. We'll see you next week. And remember, keep them sticky. Ready for the boring bit? Let's go. The Sticky Bun Boys are not endorsed by or affiliated with Love Productions, The Great British Bake Off, or any of its subsidiaries. All views and opinions are our own. The Great British Bake Off and all related content are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Very professional, David. In one breath. (laughs) We're all just having a bit of fun, aren't we? (laughs) Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.